Good morning for Thursday, July 21st, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Trump plays down U.S. role in crises. Pence's journey from Democrat to Republican. And GOP convention loses energy and delegates. In today's national headlines, Brain Map identifies nearly 100 new regions. Court rules Texas's ID law violates Voting Rights Act. And Priest's memo says Vatican tried to stifle abuse inquiry. In today's business headlines, Ailes's ouster at Fox was sealed by allegations. Ailes's departure unlikely to erode Fox Citadel and criminal charges for HSBC bankers in currency plot. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written by David Sanger and Maggie Haberman from Cleveland. Trump plays down U.S. role in crises. Donald Trump, on the eve of accepting the Republican nomination for president, said Wednesday that if he were elected, the United States would not pressure Turkey about conducting huge purges of its military or cracking down on civil liberties. The United States, he said, has to fix our own mess before trying to alter the behavior of allies. I don't think we have a right to lecture, Trump said. Look at what's happening in our country, he said. How are we going to lecture when people are shooting policemen in cold blood? Giving a preview of his address to the convention on Thursday, Trump said that he would press the theme of America first, and that he was prepared to scrap the North American Free Trade Agreement with Mexico and Canada if he could not negotiate radically better terms. Trump conceded that his approach to dealing with the United States' allies and adversaries was radically different from the traditions of the Republican Party, whose candidates since the end of World War II have almost all pressed for an internationalist approach in which the United States is the keeper of the peace. This is not 40 years ago, Trump said, rejecting comparisons of his approaches to law and order issues and global affairs to Richard Nixon's. Reiterating his threat to pull back troops deployed around the world, he said, we're spending a fortune on military in order to lose $800 billion, what he called America's trade losses. That doesn't sound very smart to me. Trump repeatedly defined American global interest almost purely in economic terms. Its roles as a peacekeeper, as a provider of a nuclear deterrent against adversaries like North Korea, as an advocate of human rights, and as a guarantor of allies' borders were each quickly reduced to questions of economic benefit to the United States. No presidential candidate in modern times has ordered American priorities that way, and even at the convention here, several speakers have called for a muscular, far more interventionist policy, more reminiscent of George W. Bush's party than of Trump's. But Trump gave no ground, whether the subject was countering North Korea's missile and nuclear threats or dealing with China's claims in the South China Sea. The forward deployment of American troops around the world, he said, while preferable, was not necessary. If we decide we have to defend the United States, we can always deploy from American soil, Trump said, and it will be a lot less expensive. Trump's discussion of the crisis in Turkey was telling, 
because it unfolded at a moment in which he could plainly imagine himself in the White House handling an uprising that could threaten a crucial ally in the Middle East. The United States keeps a major air base in Inserlik in Turkey, where it carries out attacks on the Islamic State and keeps a force of drones and about 50 nuclear weapons.